If you worry about what other people think, soon enough, you will be on the sidelines of your life. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show. I'm your host, Deborah Kozowski, and today we're going to be talking about setting expectations and knowing when to let them go. I know, I often talk to people about setting the bar, raising the bar, raising your standards for yourself. And those are, you know, setting expectations for yourself. So today I thought I'd just have a coffee conversation with you all to talk about when we set expectations, when to stop them and expecting too much of yourself. Because this is truly a hot topic. Because, you know, society and messaging has been told to us that in order to improve our game, we need to raise our expectations of ourselves. And I, I believe that. I truly do. Because I know when you raise your standards for yourself, that could be a drive to excel, to see yourself in a different light, to really step into who you want to be. But the things I want you to consider and, you know, it's not like I'm a realist, practical, more of a dreamer here, but I would like to challenge you into thinking that, you know, when we're setting those kind of expectations, what can often happen is people can set realistic expectations, but they can also set unrealistic expectations. They can also set expectations that hurt them and hold them back from achieving their goals or they can set expectations that will be very helpful. So as with anything in life, if you go to one extreme versus the other, you put yourself at risk, you can do some damage. Now, I want to really, let's put it into perspective and hopefully give you some reframe of what setting expectations can be like for yourself. So the expectations, setting them for ourselves, like I said, can be a good thing. They challenge us, they get our mindset in the right place. And when we usually achieve more, it's because we expected more of ourselves and raising standards. So I wanna talk about three parts basically today. And one is the expectations you have of yourself, the expectations you put on others, and also the expectations that others put on us. So three different areas. And like I said, when we put expectations on ourselves, it can have a positive impact in our lives. It's only when you realize that those expectations have led to disappointment and frustration when you're continuously setting this expectation and they're not realistic. So that same thing happens when we're goal setting. We really want to be paying attention. Are we setting ourselves up for success with these expectations or are we taking ourselves down the drain? Now, so when it comes to setting expectations for ourselves, we want to really, it's living that code of honor. And it all starts what we expect of ourselves, and it comes back to a lot of our core values. So if you want to have respect from someone, 
you first of all need to be able to respect yourself. Now, if you don't make yourself a priority at all in your life or take care of yourself in self-care measures, how do you expect others to be, make you a priority for them? And sometimes I think people have this expectation they must know what, know what we're thinking. You know, people are not mind readers. So we sometimes expect that people just know what we are thinking or know how to fix something when we don't even know what the solution is or maybe don't even know what we want. So one of the things is, is about setting clear expectations. Now this, we often use in the workplace thinking that if I set clear expectations, employees will have a clear understanding of what is ex expected of them. So it kind of creates this boundary in which they can be free. And they want to know why that expectation is in place. So it's no different for you. When you're setting an expectation of yourself, you're being very clear on the person who you want to show up as in the world, the direction that you want to go. You start knowing what you want in life and what you want to create in your career, your legacy, or whatever that might be for yourself. But the more clear you are, the more clarity you have, the more you can design exactly what it is that you want. Now, what happens is when people expect too much, and this is often the perfectionist. Now, I'm a recovering perfectionist myself, so I can really speak to this. But when it comes to expecting too much of ourselves, you know, when we're looking for perfection, we can be so hard on ourselves. We can be holding ourselves back from following through and executing on some well laid out plans. Now, you have to be realistic that you have to have that wiggle room of risk, knowing that failure can occur, mistakes can occur, but we're taking the perspective and reframing it as a learning opportunity. What am I going to learn from this to be better the next time? So what you're hearing is when you set expectations, so you don't just fall into a hamster wheel trap of disappointment and frustration, is that you're going to be able to work on having that adaptability, that flexibility, knowing that, you know, things don't always work out because expectations, definitely product of imagination. We have in our mind what we expect or what we would like to happen, attempting to make predictions of the future. But what happens is that sometimes the best laid out plans don't work the way we intended. Sometimes we get a detour. Um, let's say you had a plan to go to uh, on a vacation or amusement park, for example, and you get up that morning and your partner or your kid is sick. Well, you know what? That kind of throws off the plans. You might not be able to do it. So that expectation and that thing that you're anticipating and looking forward to can be disappointing. However, if you're adaptable and flexible, you can think, well, we could go tomorrow or see how you're in a few hours or, you know, make different plans. And, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in what we wanted to happen or expected to happen. We don't allow for things to unfold to be even better than we expected, because sometimes that's exactly what happens. You get all of a sudden, you get another phone call and say, hey, I have this, these tickets or I have this opportunity. 
And it's only when we have that space of allowing and accepting what's going on, not necessarily liking it, but to accept, well, this is what's happening. And I can either be miserable all day or I can shift. I can choose to shift my attitude toward how I'm going to look at this, my perspective. And what could be the plan B? What could be something I could do differently? Now, we talked about perfection. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is comparison trap. So, you know, when we have expectations, we think, oh, well, this person has that. I expect my relationship to be like that. Or they got this career or they got this promotion. I expect that to happen for me if I take the same courses and I schmooze with the same people. Now, I want you to really thinking about that. When you get caught up in what other people have, you lose sight of what you currently have. You lose sight of all what you bring to the table because suddenly you're so focused on someone else that the value you bring is diminished and you lost it. So stay focused on your own journey. Focus on your own pace and know that what's out there for them is good for them. Because I can guarantee you at no point in time, you're going to want to replace your whole journey for theirs. And this is one thing that you'll learn. You cannot go back and make a better past. It's behind you. You need to leave it behind you. And looking forward to where you're moving from this present moment to moving forward. The other thing I want you to do is question those expectations that you have of yourself. Are they in line with where you want to be? Are you heading the direction? Do they align with your values, those expectations? Are they realistic? And are they helpful? These are some questions to ask yourself. Now, I wish we had more than 24 hours in a day. Seriously, I could jam pack as much as I could in a day. But you've got to realize that we are meant to rest. Our bodies, our minds need rest to recharge, rejuvenate. So your disappointment, your frustration can be because you almost burnt yourself out because you've put so much expectations. You want to shove everything in to further get ahead. But what even research has shown is when you have a break, that you go for a walk in nature or you get some exercise or you take on a hobby you go sing in front of the mirror or whatever that might be for you, that outlet can get spark new ideas because your brain's not taxed all the time. Now, when your brain's taxed all the time, you don't have room for those aha moments or those eureka moments that really ignite innovation and creativity. So you need to have recharging time. Could be a matter of reading 10 pages in a book could be a matter of going for coffee with a friend and having a stimulating conversation. Now, these things can spark new ideas. However, when you have expectation to work, 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 work all the time, or our same thing could be play, 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 play all the time, you're not going to get the results because you've off-tipped the scales to one area of your life. Now, give yourself a chance to recharge, reset some of those expectations, so that you can get the results that you want. Now, you have to understand that you are ever evolving. And when it comes to setting expectations, we are different from day to day. 
we have a zest for life on one day and the next day, you know what, we might be sitting back thinking about a belief or not maybe have not as much energy or ate something that didn't sit well with us. And you're going to, you're not going to be the same every single day. So you need to be able to learn to have realistic expectations and be able to shift from moment to moment. Kind of that in flow, knowing that there can be dips in your energy levels, how excited you are about things, and realizing it's okay. And it's normal. It happens to everyone that, you know, that sustainability, it is something that is adjusted from moment to moment. And you can learn what jazzes you up. You learn what recharges. You learn when you can push yourself for more. But also knowing when you need to pull back and relax. Now, some people think that, you know, I need to constantly be in competition or achieving goals, taking courses, going to conferences to demonstrate that I'm good enough. Now, that can be setting yourself for a unrealistic expectations and it can be taxing not only on you mentally but also on the bank account but it can also affect your reputation knowing that you're taking all these things but are you implementing what you learn are you putting into practice what it is you're wanting to achieve to get people interested in what you're doing now something else is you know we have that inner voice that self-talk that can take over our minds and one of the things that always rings to mind is the four agreements by don mcgill ruiz one of my most favorite books of all time that i highly recommend and give out to people on a regular basis is number one be impeccable with your word now i can't state this enough that so many people when they hear that i heard it and i thought hey if I'm going to be impeccable with my word, I'm going to always speak kindly about it. Everyone taught never to burn any bridges. But here's the thing. How many bridges are you burning for yourself? How do you speak to yourself? Do you tell yourself, man, that was stupid? What kind of decision was that? You should have made decisions quicker. And you can go on and on and on. And it could just blow your mind that you need to take a breath. Take a deep breath in and blow that air out and realize that you are the only one who can set yourself up for that success to set those realistic expectations and know when it's time to control those expectations. Now, when we start putting expectations on others, now that's a different story because what I wanna stress for you is when we say, expectations of others were really coming from a place of judgment and wanting to control a situation. Now, no, I'm not saying that, you know, setting expectations for others is a bad thing. Like I said earlier, when it's about employees, when we're focused on setting up business or leadership, there needs to be some clear expectations of roles, responsibilities, etiquette, expected behavior, those kind of things to create the boundary of the environment and culture in which people are in. Now, really, when we're looking at these types of situations, they are clear expectations. 
And we have them in our relationships, we have them in our leadership, not only our business, but also in our lives, how you might parent your children, you have an expectation, you have an expectation of your spouse. And, you know, sometimes we'll say, oh, I don't have expectations. Yeah, you do. They're kind of natural. But here's the thing I want you to do. When you have an expectation of another person, understand what's, what's your motivation, what's your motive? for having that expectation? Are you wanting someone to conform to your ideas? Are you wanting to create some control around a situation? Sometimes that can be where micromanagement comes in, right? So really thinking about what is your motivation for creating that space? And is it aligned with the outcome that you want? And also when we're setting expectations for others, we got to be careful of that judgment because judgment is natural, but we're expecting to see someone perform at a certain level based on what we believe they should be outputting. And one of the things that I learned is the greatest lesson when I was coaching one of my coaches and she said to me, you know, I don't get it. I provide coaching to this staff member. I go to the gym, I do these things, I read these journals, I read these books, and why can't this person just get it together? And then one simple question was, are you expecting someone to be exactly like you, to perform like you? Are you setting realistic expectations for other people? Or are you making the bar high that is something that maybe they do not at this moment have the same capacity of what you've built yourself to be. You see, because every single person is so unique. They've all been introduced to different books, different podcasts, different childhoods, different places and environments where they grew up. So many different things, yet we all expect that we want the same things or have the same drive for things, and we don't. And that's the coolest thing about individuality, but knowing when it is that we do need to set those expectations for others, to have a common ground, to have a foundation on which we build off of, that's one. And understanding when others are also putting expectations on you, they're setting boundaries, they're setting the expectations of what they want. So they're voicing what they want. And the same goes for you to have that expectation of sharing with them what you want. Expectations and letting go are so important. And sometimes when we understand when we're setting those expectations, that raising the bar, especially for ourselves, and I know people have said to me, Deb, I don't know if I can raise the bar as high as yours. Never asked you to. Never asked you to. I challenge you, though, to raise your bar for yourself by a slightest increment to just see what you're made of. We don't tap nearly as far into our potential as I believe we can do. And it doesn't have to be a huge stretch. Stretch yourself a little bit. It could be reading an extra 10 pages. You can go for an extra kilometer walk, that one extra rep in the gym, that 
extra story that you read to your children or that extra compliment you give to someone. It doesn't have to be huge to stretch yourself and raise the bar a little bit more. And here's the one thing that I will tell you about expectation. I've put myself in different environments where I raise the expectation to myself for myself. I will go to a fancier restaurant knowing that I will want to dress a certain way or I will drive a certain car or I will go to a gym or I will visit a coffee shop in a certain area of town to put myself in the space of where I would like to be. Or I put myself involved in fundraisers and things like that where I can give back to my community, things that are important to me. And as I have conversations with people in those environments, it stretches me. It raises my expectation of myself for further connection, communication with others, and really being exposed to more opportunity. So think about where are you playing right now? Where are you hanging out? Are you hanging out with people who are constantly doing the same thing that they did 20 years ago? You know, maybe partying on the weekends, having too many beverages, or have you grown into the person you see yourself to be? Maybe there's times you've traded, you know, entertainment for education, like going to a conference and making a little bit of a vacation out of it, but you have that win of being able to grow yourself but also relax and recharge. Now thinking about those expectations. So one of the things that I want to also talk to you about is when we need to learn when it's time to let go of those expectations. And for ourselves, the biggest ones is realizing that we need to take care of ourselves first. Because if we can't take care of ourselves first, we can't um, take care of others. So really thinking about what are the expectations you need to let go of? Do you need to let go of being perfect? Do you need to let go of maybe overtaxing yourself on how clean the house needs to be? Or the one time that you go to eat out when you're, you know, you're sticking to a certain health uh, regime, you know, to go easy on yourself at times when things are tight or a curveball comes, be gentle with yourself, kindness to yourself and respect for yourself. Now, let's put expectations in perspective. The expectations of yourself are yours. The expectations that others have are theirs. And so they shall stay with them and you do not need to attach or make them your own. But you need to also check your own expectations to see, do they align with other people? And the biggest thing is really working on that inner critic, that inner voice, that self-talk, knowing that those expectations of yourself. You know, when we have doubt come up, in our minds and we question whether we should do it, it gets reflected in our environment of all the reasons why something might not work. Now, if we have that self-talk and base ourselves on optimism versus pessimism, we can look at a situation and reframe it in a positive way to silence that self-doubt, to silence the inner critic, to give ourselves that encouragement that we need. 
And when you have that encouragement, you can exude and exceed some of those expectations you have for yourself. Now, when, when you're delivering in a business or you want to create an experience for your family, I'm always about, you know, you under-promise and you over-deliver. You just create that wow factor. Creating an experience, like everything can be an experience from someone's birthday to a celebration to, you know, getting an A or, you know, a B or whatever increment it is of success for someone and make a big deal about it. It could be just the tone of your voice, the excitement of hearing that someone achieved something bigger for themselves. They stepped into their potential. They really owned who they were. Now, the biggest thing in being able to own your own expectations and making sure others know what your expectations are is that you need to start speaking up for yourself. It's being able to ask for what you want and speak with conviction, knowing that this is the expectation you have and doing, and don't being afraid to do a recheck on expectation because there might be times that you teach other people when they need to reset or shift their perspective to look at things differently. Now, you know, setting expectations and learning to let go is really about what is the outcome I wish to achieve? What would be the worst case scenario? And if it did occur, how would I handle that? How would I strive and rise up to the occasion? What is a plan B if I need it? And sometimes those plan Bs are on a whim. They're not something that you know of when you're making the plan, but when the plans change, that suddenly this spark of insight comes in and you're like, you know what? Instead of going camping to the mountains, let's say something happened or, you know, it's a few hours away, the weather's poor. Pitch a tent in the basement or pitch it in the backyard, create your own experiences. There could be so many things when we decide to let go of perfection or how things need to be, we can allow things to unfold and often surprise ourselves. The biggest thing is letting go also of things that we cannot control. And that's often others, those people, places, things that happen, the weather, the economy around us. We can create our own economies. We, can, we can't control the weather, of course, but we can create our attitudes, how we choose to show up. And it's all about how we choose to respond to life events around us, how we choose to respond to conversations and the expectations of others. And so often people believe, you know, if, if everybody just met my expectations, I would be happy. Well, I'm here to tell you, when you meet your own expectations of what you wish for yourself, what you dream for yourself, the potential you're going to step into, when you do meaningful things that are important to you and align with your values, that's what's going to make you happy. Happiness doesn't come from achievements, although it's exciting. It doesn't come from the external validation, although it's nice to hear. It comes from your belief in yourself, the impact that you have in the world, 
and the meaning that you equate to events in your life. Now, if you're proud of everything that you've done and you've met a lot of your expectations, that's a bonus. But I also want you to look at the times when things maybe didn't go as well. Give yourself some grace and realize that you can always shift your expectation, reframe it. But the biggest thing is speak your truth. Ask for what you want. People are not mind readers. And stop wishing for conformity. Celebrate the uniqueness. Because we don't need to convince everyone to agree with us. Although it's nice, it makes things easier. But when we can just accept that others might not see things the way we do, and we can share our perspective, and we can both look at each other's um, expectations and how we view the world individually and say, you know what, that works for them. This is what works for me. Then you're going to be well on your way. It's going to be when you have repeated disappointments that you cannot expect from others what you're not giving to yourself. So really examine when things are not going the way you want to with other people. Ask yourself, what I'm expecting of another, am I giving that to myself? Because often what we're not giving to ourselves gets reflected in other people. So setting those expectations really gives a clear baseline. It gives a why. It helps create boundaries and expectations for other people, but mainly ourselves. It empowers you. When you have expectations of yourself, it empowers you of how you wish to show up in the world. And find a way to measure that. It could be that one day you say, okay, on a scale of zero to 10, how am I meeting my expectations? Hmm, I'm a seven today. Like I said, this is fluid, right? I'm a seven out of 10 today. What would make it an eight tomorrow? What could I do differently? Maybe I need to get that London fog. Maybe I need to declutter a closet. Maybe I need to make that difficult phone call that I didn't think I could make. Maybe I need to ask for the sale. Maybe I need to just sit and cuddle with my child. So think about all the things that can raise the bar for you. Remember, they're not necessarily big things. The littlest thing can make the biggest impact. And I'm here to tell you, set those expectations of yourself but also know when you need to let go of certain expectations so you can rise above and be the person that you wish to be. Thank you for joining me here on the Millionaire Woman Show. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the bell, subscribe, and write a comment below of what nuggets stood out for you. Now, if you're on your favorite podcast player, hit subscribe, rate, review, and also do a snapshot of wherever you are. Maybe you're in the gym, what episode you're listening to, and tag me in the in, and I'll share it in my stories. It's so incredible to hear from everyone. Now, I'd also love you to go over my website at www.debrakasowski.com. That's Debra Kasowski with an S. So it's D-E-B-R-A-K-A-S-O-W-S-K-I.com. And you'll get your three-part video course on making habits stick. Build focus and consistency in your life 
your biz, your leadership, and make things happen. Now, as Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. Go out and make today great.